0: These guys are like five-star recruits. They look great on tape, but uh, once you get to see them in person, yeah, not so much. It's Big Drew and Jim on Detroit's 1130 WDFN, The Fan. Woo. I just ran down the hallway to over to JLB real quick. You know we got Globetrotters in here? Whew. Dr. Darius. I love Dr. Darius.
1: Don't let him fool you. He ran to a strip club.
0: (laughs) You know who would be fun to go to a strip club with? Darius would be. Darius would be amazing to go to a strip club with.
1: All right, let's not drag other people down in your...
0: There ain't no dragging dragging anybody down. Darius would be a blast to go to one of those with. Anyways, I'm about to post a picture as soon as we go to break here of me and uh, Dr. Darius as a globetrotter. He looks awesome. I don't know what he's doing. I didn't have a lot of time to talk to him, but he looks amazing. Absolutely amazing. Speaking of amazing, this amazing literary work by Carlos Monarez this weekend. This shocked me. This absolutely shocked me. Saturday afternoon, when I was going through uh, just reading some stuff off the off the Detroit Free Press and looking at the Detroit news and just trying to see if there was anything cool for us to talk about, anything that I might have missed, and I stumbled across this article by Carlos Monarez who, as Ryan describes him, he's a Lions troll. I think it's a little inaccurate, but I'm going to go Lions hater. I don't know if that's any more accurate, but it is what it is. I think
1: he's a troll. You do? Yeah. Uh, I think that's what he's going for.
0: I, I feel like he's the guy who picked up where Drew Sharp left off. Drew Sharp passed away. Monterey came in and, and, and took the took the reins there. Anyways, in this column by Carlos Monteres, he writes that Glover Quinn should be inducted into the Lion's Ring of Honor when all is said and done. Now, when I initially read this, I was like, well, this is interesting. And then I looked at the byline, and I was like, this is even more interesting. And then you
1: read it, and you're like, this isn't interesting. (laughs) No, no, I read
0: it, and I get where he's coming from, but it sounds very personal to him. It sounds like he has a relationship with with Glover Quinn. Glover Quinn was always good to him in the locker room, and because Glover Quinn was good to him in the locker room, he should be inducted into the uh, the, the what is it? I think it's called the the Pride of Detroit or the the Pride of the Lions. And it, that doesn't do it for me. It, that that doesn't. Yeah, Pride of the Lions is what it's called. That doesn't. That doesn't mean just because you have a good relationship with somebody that this person should be inducted into uh, a a ring of honor to celebrate you you know this is where the greatest of the greats go has glover quinn done anything comparable to to what barry sanders brought to the table
1: what herman moore
0: right what what any of these guys have done
1: i'll just say bobby lane if glover quinn goes up in the ring of honor or the pride of lions pride of lions you know who should be up there as well Don't say it. Matthew. Don't say it. Don't say it. Middle name Stafford. Don't say it.
0: Don't say it. Because
1: he has accomplished more stats-wise and just as much record-wise as Glover Quinn.
0: I can't even argue with you on it. I I can't. I can't tell you that you're wrong.
1: No. I can't. And people want to, like, well, his record gets this and this and that. Like, Glover Quinn was all there for it, too.
0: I can't even tell you that you're incorrect here.
1: And – Glover Quinn was a very good player for the Detroit Lions. But is he instrumental in Detroit Lions history? I don't think so. No. I, I think he had, he had one outstanding
0: I think he season. Had, he
1: had a nice Detroit Lions career. He did.
0: He had one outstanding season, and then he had a couple very good seasons. And then last year, it, it really seemed like... There was there was something wrong with the mix. Whether it was he lost a step, or him and Bob, uh, or him and Matt Patricia didn't quite get along. It, it seemed like something something was awry there because his snap count went down dramatically. Went down absolutely dramatically. It was absolutely nuts. It went down to eighty four percent, whereas in twenty seventeen he was on the field for ninety seven percent of the Lions' snaps.
1: But it's also when you watched him play, you could see why, though. I think it was a It was both. It was more Matt Patricia came in not with, like, oh, it's Glover Quinn. I'm Mm going to play him like every other coach has played him. He saw him and said, we need help there. Mm -hmm. We need to get you off the field sometimes. And that's what Glover Quinn hasn't experienced in his career because, guess what, he lost a step and it showed.
0: Yeah, you could see it. Guys, let us know if you feel Glover Quinn should be inducted into the Pride of Lions. It's the Lions' ring of honor. You can let us know at 248-848-1130. Also, feel free to text us at 77979 or tweet us and Facebook us at 1130WDFN. I I don't know how you could do that. If you're the Detroit Lions, if you're if you're Martha, how are you
1: like, yeah, this guy deserves to go up there? I just I don't. It doesn't make sense to me. I just don't get I mean, it. To be honest with this organization, I expect Jim Caldwell to go in the Ring of Honor if Martha Ford still has. Well, know. she
0: she loves Jim Caldwell, right? She'll tell you all about it, right? I love Jim Caldwell.
1: But honestly, after Kelvin Johnson, who do you think the next lion to go up there is?
0: It would have to be Matt Stafford, right?
1: It would have to be. Like, unless there's some veteran before our time that were just that have been missed, but I'm not going to go look back and. Does Kelvin get up there? I think so. Why wouldn't he be? I,
0: I, I agree with you. But the way things have been and the way things I've, are, well, and you're, think... you're not going to put somebody up there who's not going to show up for their own ceremony. Right. And but... he seems like he's very, very upset with this organization still. And I don't even know if it's about the the money that they tried to recoup on his contract. I, I think there is something else there, something else poisoning the water. Whether it's Matt Stafford being his quarterback because.
1: Well, there, there seems like I think there might have har- been some contentiousness. I, th- there. I think that's hard to. I think that's a stretch. Well, it's think, speculation, speculation. But I think more of if Bob Quinn is still here, I don't think it will happen. When you know, as long as Bob Quinn is here, why? Because of the the money in the contract. Mm. I think like if there's ever a situation where, or if you know, ten years pass, mm-hmm. or because it took Herman Moore till what this year to get it, and he's been out of the league for fifteen years, mm-hmm. so. Quite some time. It's interesting. I I just don't know how you put
0: Glover Quinn in the Pride of Lions. Um, I look, he had, like I said, he had one outstanding, outstanding season. Uh, I believe it was 2014 where he played out of his mind. But after that, he was just he was a very good player. He was just a good player. He showed up to work every day. He played every game. Um he didn't really complain in the locker room, was never a malcontent. You could never point to the guy and say, hey, he's a locker room cancer. All that being said, those aren't reasons why you put somebody in a, in a Hall of Fame or a ring of honor or you honor them in a certain way. Those are just not the reasons. You look at what they've won. Detroit Lions ever win a division title when Quinn was here? No. Detroit Lions ever win a playoff game when he was here? No. No. Lions get to the playoffs? Yeah, they did, but they never won anything when they got there. Did the Lions ever any do th- anything outstanding, or did he himself any in any individual record that really stood out? Where you are like, yeah, that's a reason to put that guy in. I there. I say
1: up to this point, you were also arguing against Calvin Johnson until you said the individual statistics right. that he put up. Right. It's Calvin Johnson was. Arguably the best receiver during his playing years. Right,
0: you. He was he was such a he was such a draw and such a talent. What he did individually puts him there. Uh, at any given time, you could say he was, if not the top number one wide receiver in the game, he was a top three wide receiver. And I think you could make that argument up until the day he retired. If anything, he was a top five when he retired. So. I don't know how how you put Glover Quinn in over a guy like Calvin Johnson.
1: I think Kel- not like, over, like you said- but you know, I think Kelvin is the next player to go in, regardless right. of who retires when on this team. But honestly, after Kelvin, to me, it's Matthew Stafford will go in the Ring of Honor or the Pride of Lions. I'm going to call it the Ring of Honor because that's what every other team calls it. I'm not calling it the Pride of Lions. Yeah, it's, that's it's, it's, it
0: sounds bad too. It's right. not good wording. Right, it's just... It sounds awkward.
1: Right, it just doesn't sound like... I digress. but <laughs> I digress. It, it just sounds poor.
0: It doesn't I mean...
1: Right. It's the lines. I don't... And because I, I honestly think just Matthew Stafford will go in because he is the most accomplished quarterback, stats-wise, yes. in franchise history. Yep. And
0: you know what? I'll go a step further. Everybody thinks I'm a Matthew Stafford hater. You no, do. you...
1: Well, no. You just... You, I feel like you're just throwing shade at me by hating on the man I admire in my life. <laughs> admire what? <laughs> well, I- hey, if, if people are gonna call me the Stafford slappy and the Stafford lover, I'm just gonna lean into it. I'll go, I'll go all in with Matt Stafford. <laughs> just lean into it. I love
0: right. it. I love it. Uh, look, I- I'm not even a Matthew Stafford hater. I-, I just, I expect more from the guy, right? And all that being said, statistically. What he's done when he's been here is awesome. Now, I get it. People are going to say, oh, well, the offense has changed. It's more of a pass-happy league. That's why his
1: numbers are Pat so high. Stadford, right. I, I get all of it. Record against winning teams, division titles, playoff. We get it. We, I understand all of it. We know every stat happens because we get it tweeted, yeah. texted, whatever, every time his name is brought up. I
0: understand all of it, guys. But you can't discount what he's done in crunch time. Was it two seasons ago where he led this team from from losses to wins in fourth quarters? You can't argue that he has been the best quarterback
1: for this franchise in their history? Also, don't you love the hypocrisy and the Stafford meme, the com- the Stafford comeback meme, and also the Pat Stafford nickname?
0: I-, I hate that nickname.
1: But don't you love the hypocrisy of it is how every Lions yes. fan can love using that meme but also claim that. Mm-hmm. Stafford just uses the fourth quarter to yes. get all the stats yep
0: yep you, you like you can't have it both ways what you can't talk out of both sides of your mouth do you know what i'm saying you, you can't you know oh it's a nice fourth quarter lead you have there It'd be right. funny if somebody came and messed that up for you right you, you can't have that and then have oh well all he gets are his his stats in the fourth quarter because everybody's playing prevent defense it doesn't well, work that well, way
1: so does every other quarterback that's losing right
0: <laughs> exactly Exactly. He's that's still, just
1: how that's just how football works. He still gets you W. When your defense, you know, it, whether it's, you know, the offense caused a lead with turnovers or your defense just had a bad game, that reflects your game plan and you just have to throw more.
0: Mhm. Did you see this uh, you see this mock draft by by Mel Kiper speaking to the Lions?
1: I I saw I saw bits of it.
0: Bits and pieces of it.
1: So I I've just got- saw who the Lions were going to take and then just kind of kindly just closed my browser, closed Twitter. And went on with this holiday. And
0: <laughs> went on with this holiday. This I holiday
1: where I've wor- been working since 5 a.m.
0: <laughs> I love it. So, Mel Kuyper has the Detroit Lions taking TJ Hawkinson, tight end out of Iowa. And I'm going to read you his rationale, and we can have a little bit of a conversation on this because I'll explain my take on Mel Kuyper and what. Mel Kiper does. Hawkinson, six five, two hundred and fifty pounds, is a complete player who can run routes out of the slot on one play, then line up next to a tackle and blow up an edge defender in the run game on the next. I'm going to call him a Rob Gronkowski clone. That's that's high praise, uh, but there are similarities, particularly when you see each as a blocker. And remember that the Lions coach Matt Patricia and GM Bob Quinn saw firsthand what Gronk did for the Patriots during their time in the organization. I love how everything always goes back to the Pats. Kind of annoying if you're a Lions fan. Um, If if the Lions take a tight end in the first round at 8, I'm going to lose my mind. I will go absolutely crazy. You took a tight end with Eric Ebron at 10, could add Aaron Donald amongst other players. I mean, there's like a litany of guys that you could have had ahead of him. Now, Eric Ebron looked like an absolute stud this year in Indy. He wasn't that here in Detroit. If this team takes a tight end, when you have guys, and let me just kind of go through this real quick, you have guys like Devin White, inside linebacker from LSU, on the board. You have Greedy Williams, cornerback from LSU, on the board. You have uh, Celan Farrell on the board. Uh, Even Ed Oliver. At Oliver out of Houston, who at one point going into the year, he was projected to be the number one overall pick taken this season. I know you don't necessarily need a D-tackle, but this was a guy who going into this year was supposed to be the number one guy coming off the board. You take that guy before you take any of these guys, I'm going to go crazy. There's no reason to take a tight end. Not at eight. Not necessarily well, even there, in the first round. There's a reason
1: to take a tight end, but, yeah, just not with a top-ten pick. And this is from Kyle Meinke. The Lions are the only team to use a top-ten pick on a tight end in the last 12 years. And since 2005, the only teams use multiple first-round picks on tight ends are the Lions and the Bengals, with the Lions being Pettigrew and Eric Ebron.
0: And how did both those guys work out?
1: They really didn't. I would say you they know. both had similar style careers in Detroit. Had drop issues early on, and as soon as they were kind of, you know, working their career out, their contract ended up, but it wasn't enough for the Lions to keep them. Mm-hmm. Except Eric Ebron went on to have a Pro Bowl season with another team. Brandon Pettigrew was just done.
0: If what Mel Kuyper puts out there happens, I was going to say this. I got to talk to talk talk to. Drew and Jim about what they want to do. But everybody knows me on this show as the, the baby oil no pants guy.
1: Well, everybody, but apparently me and a couple other unsuspecting Twitter followers. Well,
0: <laughs> get hip to the game, boys. Get hip
1: to the game. I don't want to get my hip anywhere near you. Well. You might get something. Be careful.
0: <laughs> Hang out at the strip club a lot. Do you need to go to the penalty box again? Hang out at the strip club a lot. I will. And again, I got to talk to, talk to Drew and Jim about this. But I will get covered up in baby oil. I will buy a lion's thong, and we will do something. Do they even make those? Yes, I have it on my phone. I can show you. you.
1: You found one? Yes,
0: I can show you. Wow. I will slip and slide. It's going to be cold. It's going to be, what, when's the draft? March, right? No, End of it's March? in April. Is it in April? Yeah. It's... Beginning of April?
1: Yeah. Okay. No, it'll be warmer out. Warm-ish? Warmish. ish Warm-ish. Like you Either could, way. You could have a long sleeve tee on and be comfortable. Cool.
0: <laughs> but I'll have just the thong on. I'll be covered in baby oil. I meant before the, the, oh, okay. the,
1: the thonging. So
0: I will have a thong on. I will be covered in baby oil. And I will do a slip and slide outside. We can see if we can get Joey to, to film it. And we can put it up. I got to talk won't. to Drew and Jim. He will. <laughs> Joey's a good guy. Joey's not, by, not that good of a guy. Joey's not weirded out by me and my nakedness or, or whatever it is. We'll put that up. And I think it'd be a good bit. I think it'd be fun. Um, but that just goes to show you how upset. I would be if they took a tight end.
1: That's what you do when you're upset? You get just a, saying. You get in a thong and I, you go on a slip look, and slide? I don't
0: believe they're going to take a tight end. I don't believe it. That, 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 that's kind of where I'm going with this. I don't believe they're going to take a tight end. I think what Mel Hyper put out here is garbage.
1: I All think right? it's to the, the point where I think Mel Kuiper is just ignoring the Lions draft history mm-hmm. on how the fans feel because he doesn't have that local feel when well, he's doing course. this because he's not in Detroit. He just sees that the Lions need a tight end. There's a tight end available at this pick that would fit them. And honestly, like to me, I'm just ignoring it because I ignore most mock drafts until the combine happens mm-hmm. because then you kind of see where people rise and fall, and the first round can just change, you know, on a coin flip from the combine. So that's when I kind of start really paying attention to see if this tight end even is a top 10 prospect when we get past the combine or if more defensive players will rise up because they have the, those those great combine stats. They have great shuttle times. Those great numbers. Like, it's Rashawn Gary time.
0: <laughs> he's got Rashawn Gary going early. Got Everyone Gary does.
1: Going. I like No offense to Rashawn Gary. I just don't see him as a top ten pick.
0: I don't either.
1: I mean, like, I thought he'd be a late first rounder.
0: I thought he'd go somewhere in the middle. But, yeah, he's got Rashawn Gary going fourth to the Oakland Raiders. Everybody has him going to the Raiders. Haskins going sixth to the Giants. Kyler Murray doesn't go until the Dolphins come around. Uh, Jacksonville, who's in need of a quarterback, they have him take. They have them taking a, a offensive tackle, uh, Jawan Taylor out of Florida, which I thought was weird. I they need a quarterback, right? Last time I checked, they need a quarterback. They're going to get Nick Foles, man. Eh, if they do, that solves that problem. But still, I just I don't know. I, I thought his mock draft. It's not was... a good
1: year for quarterbacks in the top fifteen.
0: No, it's not. Would you would you agree with me though that Haskins is probably the he's the best quarterback in this draft?
1: Well, and I think Haskins is a real top 10 talent. I, I think don't so want to I don't want to take that away from him because he's in a really bad quarterback draft. I think he is a real top 10 talent. I think
0: he's going to be legit
1: yes. in the NFL. It's just I honestly I know like the drafts get quarterback happy. Mm-hmm. I just don't see that mm-hmm. happening this year. I just don't see the quarterback like craze happening. Right. Like, Kyler well, Murray might get I drafted high. How do you high. feel about Kyler Murray? I think he might get drafted high just because there is a lot of buzz around him, and I think a team will fall in love with mm-hmm. him. But I just don't see that with any other quarterback prospects.
0: Yeah. After after Haskins and Murray, huge falloff, right? Everybody's talking about Drew Locke, and, and he gets bumped up because I think they need somebody. They need another quarterback that's going to go in that first round. Right. I don't think he's first-round worthy.
1: No. I don't. I think he was going into this college football season, mm-hmm. and then he just he had an okay year for what he is. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a good year. It just wasn't a top-five pick type of season. Right.
0: I think Haskins, though. I think Haskins is going to be very, very good in the NFL. Murray, I think, has talent. I just have some concerns. I don't know. Uh, let me put it like this. If the Lions were to take him at eight, I don't think I'd lose my mind. If he was there in the second round, I'm definitely taking him. He won't be there in the second round, but if he was, I'd definitely take him. If they took him at eight, I wouldn't go crazy about it. I I would probably be like, okay, cool. You got your QB for the future. He's going to sit maybe a year behind Stafford. He'll probably take over next year. Kind of have the Patrick Mahomes treatment, if you will where he sits for a year, and then you kind of work him in. You bring him in.
1: You're talking about Murray? Yeah. I, I was looking up something else at yeah. the moment. See, for, even, with the, even when we're talking about the Lions draft quarterback, I still think the Lions are a year out before you can even think about that plan just because of the length of Stafford's contract. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think you're going to get lucky enough how Baltimore got lucky trading Joe Flacco. Because Matt Matthew Stafford owed a lot more money than Joe Flacco. So I just don't think you can get – lucky on a team looking for a veteran quarterback like that with multiple years left on his deal. So I still think the Lions are at least a year away before you could even, I think, realistically say that's an option.
0: The thing is, a lot of that money goes away. A lot of that dead cap space and a lot of that dead money goes away after next season. I think after June it goes away. So you can realistically trade him, and you're not it, – it's not a death blow. Like, like if you said, traded it I, right now, right. It's, going,
1: it, it's like, what are you doing? But I still think they're just a year away before it even gets, like, reasonable in NFL money standards. Right. I got
0: gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. When we come back um, – because we've got to take a break. We're actually super late for a break. What do you want to talk about? You want to talk about uh, Major League Baseball and free agency? You want to talk about Kyler Ka- Colin Kaepernick being a sellout? You want to talk –
1: More Nick Ward. Talk a little Nick Ward because Nick Ward actually talked to the media today during our show, so we can talk a little bit about. I mean, good for him for actually talking to the Mm -hmm. media after an injury. So we talk a little Nick Ward, okay, and then just more if more Michigan State expectations this year.
0: Okay, we can do that when we come back. So
1: uh, Nick Ward
0: and uh, what he had to say to the media. You guys can feel free to get in on the conversation on what uh, Nick Ward's loss. To Michigan State for the season what it's going to do to their expectations 248-848-1130 also feel free to text us at 77979 uh, this is the WDFN tailgate takeover of Big Drew and Jim on Detroit's own 1130 WDFN The Fan
1: Judy was boring hello then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com it's my little escape now Judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy Judy <laughs>